Welcome to the Clarity Advisor Show, where you'll learn how to grow your team today. Join Ken Trupke and his guests as they discuss what works and doesn't work to grow your team in today's world. And now, your host, Ken Trupke. Hello again, and welcome to the Clarity Advisor Show. Leaders can sometimes struggle with the people-oriented side, having their team feel valued and appreciated, and the task-oriented side of getting things done. And clearly, both are important. And depending on whether you are a more task-oriented leader or a more people-oriented leader, you can struggle with, if you're a task-oriented person, maybe more struggle with working with your people-oriented people and vice versa. So today I've got four tips to share that reinforce each other and work together to help you address both sides of that and to help you improve whether you're a task-oriented leader or a more people-oriented leader to help you connect and grow. Because again, both are important. We're here to get things done and we're also here as people to value each other and you want to be supportive of your team. So tip number one, be clear about what's expected. You've got to start with what are we trying to accomplish? People want to win. People come to work wanting to do a good job, wanting to succeed, wanting to contribute to the team and to the business and to moving things forward and feeling like they're part of it. And so when we're not clear about what it is we actually need someone to do, well, then it gets confusing and and people start doing their best, but it might not be the thing you thought and we're going off in different directions and there's a lack of alignment and it just gets really messy. So make sure you've got a clear list of responsibilities for each person on your team. And ideally, for as many of those responsibilities as you can, you've got a way to measure them. We want to have metrics in place. Think of it as a scoreboard. People love to look up at the scoreboard. Are we winning or losing? Are we ahead or behind? We want to know. We want to know what winning looks like and then track ourselves against that. So leaders sometimes make the mistake of using the metrics to beat people up and you absolutely want to avoid that. And that's where metrics get a bad name and people tend to be skittish, especially if you're going to introduce metrics where maybe a team hasn't had those in the past. Like, oh, 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 don't measure us because they're used to in previous lives under previous leaders of getting beat up when they don't hit their numbers. And so we want to make sure that that's not what we're going to be using them for. We're using them to say, hey, if we're hitting our numbers and we're winning, let's do more of that. And if we're not, well, then something's not working in the system. This is a system problem. This is a business problem, not a people problem. The people aren't failing. The system is failing. So how do we correct that? And so we want to avoid beating people up over them and and start educating people that, no, no, the metrics are the scoreboard. They're going to tell us as a team if we're winning. And if we're not, my job as the leader is to help correct that, to help you get back to winning. Okay, so number one, be clear about what's expected. Number two, jump in early when performance is off. Performance problems are not like good wine. They are not getting better with age. Don't let them fester. They're not going to solve themselves. If performance is going down, it's not going to magically get better all by itself. Now, the first thing you want to check when you think your metrics are going down and performance is dropping is to confirm the numbers. I've seen a lot of times where something breaks in a system and in the reporting system and the numbers you're getting just aren't accurate. 
you know, like what happened last week we had 21 meetings and this week we only have four meetings. Well, maybe there's something broken in the meeting reporting system and you really did have 20 some meetings. They just didn't get reported. So before you jump in and go start solving problems and figure out what happened to the team this week, let's make sure the numbers are accurate and correct and that uh, you know things are clear. We also want to make sure that everybody agrees that this is the right metric. That did we all say, yeah, we were going to measure, uh, in this case, we we're going to measure meetings because if somebody thought we were going to measure phone calls, if you're in sales and instead we're measuring meetings, well, I was really focused on making as many calls as I could. I thought that was the winning metric. And now you're telling me it was meetings. I didn't, I didn't know that. Let's make sure we're all on the same page here. So it's a chance to, to step back and say, let's make sure we agree what the metric is and let's make sure it's correct. Now, if we agree that the metric is the right metric and we're all looking at the same thing and it's correct, nothing's broken in the reporting system, well, then let's find out what's happening. What's broken in the system? Is something happening in the business that's preventing us from winning? Are we, are we getting distracted with too many other tasks? Is somebody from another department not providing us what we need in order to do what we need to do to hit our numbers? You can dig in with the team and make clear to them that you're here to support them. I've seen the, and you probably have too, the, the inverse pyramid where instead of like the pyramid like this where the leaders at the top and the team, you flip that around and say the team's up here and my job as a leader is to support you guys. I'm here to help us, to help you win. And you might also find out that it's something outside of work. It, especially if you have a high performing person who's been consistently winning and suddenly their numbers drop off chances are something's going on in their life. So we'll talk about when it would be, when, what the system is to get into that conversation. But you might find out that there's an illness at home, that there's maybe a divorce or a marital issue. Maybe there's a problem with kids. Maybe there's a problem with parents. And that's affecting them. Because when people have outside pressure, it's tough to come to work and stay focused. And it's tough to win if you're not focused. So Find out what might be going on outside of work that could also be affecting performance, which leads us right into number three, which is build systems to promote communication. And I recommend two systems to specifically address that task orientation versus the people orientation. And what I recommend is a weekly one-on-one and a weekly summary. And in the weekly one-on-one, that's the people side. That's where you're sitting down with someone and saying, hey, how are you doing? Not what are you doing? This is about the person. This is how are you doing? How are you feeling? And you hear, you're going to hear what's going on. So if that person is the performer who was, who was doing really well and now suddenly isn't, there's a chance that they're going to bring up, depending on how, how close your relationship is and how much trust you've built over time, they're going to say, hey, listen, I got to tell you, there, there's something going on. And, and they might just say, like, I, I don't really want to get into it, but there's something going on at home. And you don't really need to know more than that. Or they might share a lot of details about it. But either way, you're going to know, okay, that's what's happening. Well, hey, listen, how can I help? That's your next question. How can I help? If it's an inside business problem, hey, maybe you can go to the other department and and try to get something changed so that you guys can get what you need. Or maybe you want to role play with the person. Like, hey, how can I help? Maybe would it help if we role played your conversation with that other department? I don't always need to be the person to go in and try to make changes, you can go ahead and go direct 
and, and talk to your counterpart in the other department and see if you guys can work this out. Let's role play that a little bit and see how that conversation might go. Uh, you, you could do that if it's a business problem. And then, but if it's an outside problem, this is your chance to maybe say, Hey, do, do you need some time off? Would, would a couple days work? Do you want to change your schedule? Would it work better to maybe work uh, Monday through Thursday and take Fridays off? Or do you want to do something where you leave it for or come in later? Do you want to work from home more than you are? Whatever. But it's a chance to connect with them as a person. If they have a problem in the business, how can you help with that? If they have a problem outside the business, how can you help with that? Okay, that's the weekly one-on-one addressing primarily the personal side. Now, you might get into some task things and that fact that they're having these issues with either the business or outside is going to lead to, oh yeah, conversation around, I've noticed performance dropped, but you want to stay away from turning it into a task-oriented performance conversation. This is really meant to be a conversation about them. You want to, and you want to celebrate them. This is also a chance to say, Hey, I just, I just really appreciate having you on the team. It's so great to have you here. You're such a positive influence on the other team, the people on the team, and you just bring such great energy and you're always looking to help and you, you hit your numbers and that brings up the level of excitement and just, you're always encouraging of everyone else. I just, I just really appreciate you. I mean, whatever is true is what you want to say. Don't make stuff up and don't say the same thing to everybody. You want it to be individual and unique, but take that opportunity to celebrate them. And I know I struggle with this as a very task-oriented person. I can forget, that's really what it comes down to, is I just forget to be intentional about celebrating the person, about taking a minute to say, I, I just really appreciate having you here. And I, I might not have said it lately, but I just, I really enjoy you on this team. Because presumably you do, right? They're on your team for a reason. You selected them. They fit your core values. They're a great performer. Because if those things aren't true, well, then why are they on the team? So presumably those things are true. So especially, hey, task-oriented leaders like me, don't forget to say that stuff. And and you can modulate it. If it's a people-oriented person you're talking to, well, they love hearing that stuff. This is, this is feeding their soul. And if it's a task-oriented person, they still appreciate it, but you can maybe notch it down or cut it off at a couple of compliments. They, you don't need to overdo it because they're like, meanwhile, back to work, right? That, that, that's totally me. Uh, but I still appreciate being appreciated. So, so that's the one-on-one. Now, over on the weekly summary, that's where the task comes in. That's a list of what did you do and what's planned for next week. And you want to know, there's a chance to get aligned on and, and ties back to the be clear about what's expected. Make sure they're working on the things you expect them to be working on. And then let them know, I, I highly recommend that when you get these reports that you respond to them, if they're sending you an email, send an email back, say, hey, great job. And you can be so specific because you have their specifics, like great job getting X, Y, Z done. Really appreciate you tackling this project. It looks like we're on track to get it wrapped up next week. Great job. You, know, you can be really specific in your praise because they're being specific about what's happening. Also, you might see something or not see something on the list that you expected. Like, and you can respond to that. Like, Hey, I also thought we were going to tackle this or this next week, or I thought you said this would get accomplished this week. Where are we with that? And and it it creates an opportunity for some dialogue around, are we on track? Are we doing the things that we agreed we'd do? And are we on the same page? It doesn't mean you can't change things. Like you could have agreed to something and now we change, but it's a chance to realign and resync to make sure we're on the same page as to what we are and aren't doing this week and next week. Now that report can also have, I I encourage people to have like a high point and a low point on there. And that brings some of the personality and the people side into it. So it's not that this report is just task, just like the weekly 
one-on-one isn't just people. There's a little bit of each in them, but they're mostly, they have their primary goal. One-on-one is a people meeting. The weekly summary is a task report. So you want to put those systems in place to help you keep, give you opportunities to have communication around what's getting done and what's planned and around how this person doing. So we're making sure things get done and we're making sure we celebrate that team. Which brings us to point four, separate, always separate the person from the performance. We've talked about if, if someone's that was a good performance suddenly struggling, there's probably something going on there. And if you come in like your performance is terrible, making you a bad person, like that's what people are going to hear. Make sure that you're separating that and be kind. Let's, I've, I've heard it said, be soft on the person and hard on the problem. So if there's a performance issue, hey, we're here together. We're working. I'm, I'm here for you. Remember the up, inverted pyramid? I'm here to help you win. That your team isn't here for you to look good. You're here to help your team win. And so you had to keep that in mind here. So if someone's struggling with something, here's a chance to be kind and understand what's happening with them. And how can we work together to get through this situation? And if it's a work problem, how do we work together to solve that work problem? And if we're not on the same page on performance, let's make sure we're getting on the same page and let's see what we need to do to hit the numbers and, and, and make the goals and, and hit our metrics and all those things. But it's always a separation of the person from the performance. Because someone's not performing well, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just makes them a poor performer at the moment until we help them get better. And that's our job. So take these four tips. Be clear about what's expected. Jump in early when performance is off. Build those systems, the weekly one-on-one and the weekly summary. And separate the person from performance. And go and be a better leader. We'll see you next time on the Clarity Advisor Show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Clarity Advisor Show. Clarity Advisors is a speaking, training, and consulting firm specializing in helping you simplify your sales and operating systems to improve efficiency and grow your profits. Connect with Clarity Advisors today to learn more about how they can help you improve communication and get your team aligned and engaged for greater success.